for any community to grow, it has to think about building and nurturing the next generation of leaders to take it to greater heights. What should we look out for when considering leadership succession? Welcome to Crafting Communities, your companion to shape a better experience for the people that you care about. I'm your host, Grace, and today we have with us Shelley, a HR expert, and Tim from Caregivers Alliance, who will share with us important questions to ask while looking for new leaders in your community. Hi, Tim. Hi, Shaylee. Welcome to this episode of Crafting Communities. Hi. Hello. Uh, Tim, could you share a bit about yourself? Okay. So, my name is Tim Lee. I'm the CEO of uh, Caregivers Alliance Limited. So, we exist for caregivers of persons with mental health issues. Thanks, Tim. Uh, Hey, Shaylee. Welcome back again to Crafting Communities. Could you share with our listeners a bit about yourself? Hi, once again. I've been in the earlier podcast here. So I'm by profession a human resource professional, been in the corporate sector for more than two decades. Currently, I'm doing my own consulting assignment in HR advisory and working on certain products like leading in a hybrid environment. Yay! So to begin, the question is, why is leadership succession important? That's a very good question because since I come from a corporate environment, we all lay a lot of emphasis on succession planning. Having said that, lots of large corporates have not done it well, despite having great, great emphasis on succession planning. So let me start with a story, or or it's a real-life case study of Microsoft. I think all of us have heard of a Microsoft, you know, it is a tech join. In 2013, the then CEO of Microsoft, Steve Ballmer, suddenly announces that he is going to step down as the CEO until we find somebody else. And that's when the board mandate started to find the successor. And so he just announced that like, I'm going to step down. Absolutely. And then chaos. And then the chaos. <laughs> exactly. You know, should we look externally? Should we look internally? And mind it, at that point in time, Microsoft was the fourth largest profitable company in America. Mm. So look at the significance of that company. And that is when, you know, lo and behold, all the hell broke loose and the board got this charter of finding a successor to Steve Palmer. They had some few names. They kind of got the long list of 100 candidates, out of which reduced it to 20. And some of the obvious names, like the CEO of, not the CEO, a second-in-command of Qualcomm, was looked at as a potential candidate. He got internally promoted. So he was for him, Microsoft was not as important anymore. There was another gentleman from Ford, Allen, though he did not have the tech background, but he had a transformation background. So he looked at being very, he also, he declined to the offer and he also fell off out of the run. And that is when, for the first time, the board started then looking at potential internal candidates. Okay. And Satya Nadella, who was now the name that we all reckon with, transformed Microsoft and took it to a much greater heights the way where it is. So why I'm sharing this story is that if you're not prepared for succession planning, this is how most profitable company could have got badly impacted Mm. if you had not got the right person. And look at the extensive search the board had to get into, external and internal, to ensure that Microsoft from there on goes up multiple folds instead of the situation that they faced. And that's the reason succession planning is important in my mind. Any thoughts, Tim? Well, perhaps I would just like to add another story where I was kind of personally involved in. So I was working with uh, Siemens, it's a German company, MNC. So I wasn't there when 
all hell broke loose, right? So, well, Zeman in their history, they had a time where the company went into a huge challenge because of a corruption case. And it turned out the leadership team was affected. They were completely changed. And the board as well. So they lost practically everybody at the leadership level. This was very challenging. And they had to quickly look for someone mm. external. And they did. I think they found someone who is quite suitable, relevant experiences, led big companies before. And he was there helming the company for a while. Okay. But he wasn't successful in that role. And soon he was being replaced. Mm. And he was replaced by somebody internal. Can you imagine that? So this was the, someone who was a CFO. Very much we will think that he's been in the finance side of things. But the truth is that he has been exposed to all kinds of businesses within Siemens. Mm. He has been groomed. So there has been succession planning. And he fitted into a role very well because he was in all the leading businesses in Siemens and so on. And he has all the necessary connection internally. He knows a lot of people, the different business unit, yeah. and his family with the culture and the other talent pool that mm. he can tap on and so on. Totally. So yeah, he was really successful as well. Today, they have beaten GE and so on and they are continue to be very profitable. Mm. But I'm sharing this because, well, just like what happens in Microsoft, right? Yeah. If companies don't prepare for that, it might be quite devastating totally. for the business, mm. right? So yeah. business continuity, maybe long-term sustainability, all these are in question. So thankfully, big companies have the chance, have the ability to make sure that they build a pool of talents mm, throughout yeah. the organization. So even when they lost the top leadership, they could continue to service their clients and build and so on. But very quickly, they could also find whether externally or internally somebody. And in this case, the example I, I shared is more of a person who happens to be groomed for many years yeah. within. So if you ask me, succession planning, definitely very, very important. Especially when you have iconic names heading the organization. You know, you had Steve Jobs heading Apple. And when he fell ill, the whole world was talking that would Apple be the same without him. But I guess because his prolonged illness gave him enough time to get the person into his shoe and work towards it. And touch wood, Apple continued to do well. Mm. Though everyone was very worried that after Steve Jobs, would Apple be the same? Because he was iconic. Yeah. He was legendary, literally, in that space. So, yeah, that is how succession planning is very important. And we have enough examples of bad succession planning, sudden successor that you had to look for, or well-planned succession. And each of those incidents, how they have impacted the large mm. corporate giants. There are enough case studies. The question in my mind, because the story that both of you shared talked about how when they were looking for a leader to take over, they looked externally. Like, Why do people look externally versus looking internally? Perhaps I can contribute an answer because mm. that relates to me as well. Mm. Yeah. So I was never in the social service sector. So mm. about four years back, I had a chance to join Caregivers Alliance, which is not a large charity. We are at that time only 26 of us. So we give stories of big, huge companies, right? <laughs> yeah, they can have a talent pool, succession planning, but how do you do this for a small company? And worse still, not say worse still, but social service sector. Right? How do you invest in that? So, yeah, that was exactly a challenge when there was a need to find somebody to take over. Mm. They have no choice but to look outside, mm. right? 
So I was brought in and thankfully the journey has been good. I'm still around. <laughs> yeah, so that's where perhaps we bring ourselves a little bit down to earth again. So Microsoft, Apple, Siemens, these are huge companies. Yeah. What about in the charity sector? Yes, there are some big ones, but most of us are small actually. Mm. So for us, the challenge is really actually very pragmatic because if we are very dependent on the leader, especially if that leader is the founder, yeah. then everything may fall apart if you don't get a good successor. So continuity, business continuity, or in this case, you know, charity, they exist for beneficiaries. Correct. So if this thing breaks down and you're so dependent on the executive director or the founder, then what does that mean? Right? Mm-hmm. The beneficiaries suffer. So continuity is important for succession planning, making sure that no matter what happens, you lose key people or the top guy leave, things still go on, right? So that service don't get disrupted. But I think the challenge for us, even as a medium-sized charity, is that we have to think ahead as well. Mm. Yeah. So we have to think about you know, what works for the last seven years. What do we need to change so that we are better able to continue to be relevant for the future? continue to meet the needs of our caregivers because basically we exist for our beneficiaries and that's yeah. so important. So I think succession planning is truly important. I think we don't just look at one person because I don't think it's just the executive director. I think even in a small organization, the organization needs to think about who else within the organization, whether mm. a manager or even not necessarily a manager, maybe an individual contributor, but holding certain skills mm. that is so crucial for that organization who is this person what are the skills that they have so if this person need to go what do we need to do so that again service is not disrupted you know and so on or if you think about the future if this organization is going to need to adapt to the future what new talents must you bring in critical roles and maybe new managers new leaders as well yeah. So I think, yeah, it applies whether you are big MNC or a small charity. I think we need to think about that. Yeah, leadership succession is important at all levels, right? And even for the different functions. But I hear that you're talking about management, the staff on the ground, the leadership team, but even at a board level, right? Leadership succession is also important for renewal and fresh ideas coming in to continue to build the organization and take it forward. Totally. Interestingly, he said something when you asked, that why do we have to go externally? Yeah, why do people think externally, externally first? Externally first. But he answered something very interesting for me. Tim answered something very interesting for me that if communities, especially in the social sector, if the whole organization is very small, the leadership bandwidth is limited to one person leading and there is one commander and many executors because mm. that's the size of the organization. In that situation, what do you do? Should you force fit somebody internally? And that is where I think many a times people may have to look externally. Second, I think I wanted to bring up the three points for why you need, what do you look for in your succession and because of which many a times probably you get compelled to look outside is that in your successor, the person must have a vision. As Tim was saying, it is not about managing your current role, but Is there a person who can take this organization to the next level? Does he or she have the vision to grow and adapt to the new ways of working? It's not just about managing it operationally right now. Many a times, if you have grown in the same environment and culture, Mm. your ability to think outside the box and have that vision 
gets curtailed mm. sometimes i'm not saying always the second is what you look for is a person has a potential or a competence to deliver what is required they have shown consistent track record of transforming the company consistent track record of delivering high level performance and execution because then there is an immediate respect mm. for the individual and the third and that is where probably your question grace why we do go external is an acceptance of the person if all of us have grown together in the same organization and suddenly out of the three of us grace has been picked up and made the ceo of the organization tim and shelly may not be very happy to report huh. to you okay right yeah i see that so is there an acceptance do we accept that grace can be our boss tomorrow and all these things take time and effort mm. so many a times due to lack of a visionary in the organization due to the you would find many people with consistent competence and tra- performance track record yeah. and a lack of acceptance you end up going outside even in the microsoft example the first choice was to look outside because yeah. nobody could fill the shoe of steve bama mm. but satya nadella was right there under their nose all mm. this while and look at the exemplary performance that he has delivered for microsoft in these years yeah. right i mean i think it's interesting you mentioned that point about whether your peers would be supportive of someone internally stepping up to become the next like ceo or the next leader right but i was also thinking about how if it's someone internal who already is accepted by their peers that would also make it so much easier totally. right because that person has the network has the established rapport like we've grown up in this company together okay. and i suppose as long as there's support right like it can go to ways it is and if by any standard if you were to say in my mind if you can look at candidate internally nothing like it because the person has the institutional knowledge knows the internal processes and systems has a credibility with the regulators and everything it many at more often than not it's a big plus that is provided if you can find a person well i feel that while we agree that succession planning is important I think the truth is that you no know, so many things can upset the plans whatever plans we put in place right <laughs> agree yeah so whether internal external I think to me I'm grappling with this challenge right from the first day I took on the job right mm. so the board was careful to to point out to me one of my responsibility was really to look around and see whether among our team within the organization are there one or two who might be suitable and i need to groom them i need to give them opportunity as what grace said right the best is naturally if one of them is seen to be the leader because everybody look up to him then it's quite easy for me to hand over the baton to that person that is what every leader should do when you take on the job you should start thinking what's next who might be the next person but i think when i say that plans need to change is also because things change Over 4 years in my role I have changed my org chart so many times <laughs> because the strategy changed yeah. the you know new opportunity came and so on it's inevitable yeah yeah so I think as an organization or as a leader I think one of the most important tasks I have is to make sure I build a team mm. I can't be sure one of them will be able to be accepted as the the next leader mm. but I also need to build a team in the sense that even if something happen and the top guy need to go and we have no choice but to look for someone outside well as i said just now 
if the leadership team is properly developed and processes are in place and so on, then we don't suffer any consequence because of the lack of a successor right at the top. Things still function. Yeah. Because the bench strength is strong. Yeah. The next level, they know their job. You know, while they may not be the top leader, but they have enough experience and ability to mobilize everybody else so that the next person coming in will still have every opportunity to succeed. And totally. in fact, that leads to the next point. A succession planning is also about how you prepare your organization to help the next person to succeed. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Before we close the episode, a question for our listeners. What would be one reason you would like to give our listeners on why they should start thinking about leadership succession for their organization or their communities right now? The one big reason I see is the continuity of the service. Business continuity, especially I think COVID has kind of taught us that how fragile the world is and how fragile we are. Currently, Russia-Ukraine war, everything kind of tells us how uncertain the world is. Leadership bench strength is extremely critical. Succession planning is extremely critical to overcome any such uncertainty that you may face in the future for business continuity, I feel. So for me, I felt that even if you are part of a small organization, it is for you, whether you are the leader or part of the leadership team, or maybe a board member, to think innovatively and creatively about what's going to happen next, right, in the next couple of years. And if you have clarity about that future organization or state, then you have to think about the present leadership team, whether there might be a gap. What do you need to do to change the odd structure, bring in more talents in a particular area? And even consider that maybe there come a point where the ED may not be the best person to carry the organization forward to mm. the next place. So I think even for small organizations, we should be motivated to think ahead because I think what we do is really meaningful, social mm. service sector. So we should continuously think about how can we improve? What needs are we not meeting? And what do we need to do in terms of you know, doing things differently? And if that's the case, what kind of people do we need? Right? Yeah. And yeah. be prepared to say, ah, let's invest in that. I'm thankful for my board. I think they are supportive. So we have managed to do some changes with the hope that we bring in more people who are having all those diverse skill set that together as a team make yeah. us better able to look ahead and plan for the future. But not just plan for the future, but to also adapt. Things can be pretty disruptive, even though we have a set of plans. Mm. I think the idea here is that bring together a team who can learn together, adapt together and work together well so that whatever comes their way, they are able to manage. And if they believe that what they do is important for their organization, then it doesn't matter. If for some reason, one of their leaders need to go, they'll just continue because they believe in what is the mission of the organization. And they have been working long enough with one another to have that trust relationship. And let's say it's a top leader, for example. I'm sure they'll give their support to help that new leader succeed. Yeah. So it's not about finding the next person. It's really about helping the whole organization have that culture of being very open, being wanting to focus on the mission of the organization. Mm -hmm. Everybody pull together to help the organization succeed. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Tim and Shelley, for joining us for this episode. Join us for the next episode where we'll be diving deeper into how you can start planning for leadership succession in your organization. Looking forward. Thank you, Grace. 
We've got much more to share about community leadership, and we'll be continuing this conversation in the next episode. So tune in as we talk about the hows and whens of leadership succession. Thank you.